We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. I'm so happy to be just sitting here with you, connecting with you. I'm just uh, celebrating being in your energetic presence. I hope you're feeling aligned and peaceful and joyful and at ease. Years ago, I was uh, not feeling any of those things. And I was uh, very stressed. I was anxious. I was afraid. I was so incredibly uncomfortable. I was stressed about not being able to pay my bills And I was confused. So I sat down to have a little conversation with God. And I was like, God, what do I do? And I heard a simple word, be. Okay, but what do I do? Be. Okay, okay, got that. But what do I do? (laughs) I need to pay my bills. I need to know what, what do I do with myself? And I just kept hearing, be. And I was so confused. And it frustrated me even further. These days, I understand what God was saying. Be, be, be still, be present, be in your loving. It took me a while to get there, but as I considered and contemplated and relaxed into my state of beingness, my doingness became more clear. It became inspired. What I've come to learn and know is that doingness so often comes from this busy beta brainwave state, this monkey mind that keeps us moving, that keeps us productive, that keeps us disconnected. And sometimes doing this is important, but it is a goal-oriented way of being. It's a masculine way of being. But as we settle into a more feminine way of being, an open, receptive, aligned way of being, We become more present. We become more peaceful. So what I finally learned to do in my own reality and would suggest to anyone who's open to having a more grace-filled life is go ahead and do your doing this, but do it in cooperation with your beingness. What I've found is it's important to start my day with that intention in that alignment, you know, we often hear that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I think the first few moments of our day are what are most vital. So I like to start my day in an invitational and aligned way and in my beingness. Peaceful, centered, aligned invitational so that I can become a vortex of peace and grace and ease in my life and for those around us. I think in order to feel more peace and bring more peace into the world, all we need to do is relax into that place of beingness within. And I found it to be so intoxicating. Now, when I get too busy in the doingness of the world, I'm very clear. I want to relax and take a step back and not overcommit. 
don't have that desire and intention to be so darn productive in my life anymore. I think my identity was um, very attached to that at one point, you know, when people go, oh, so what are you doing? It's like, I like to have a long list <laughs> that somehow fed my ego and um, sense of self. And I think some of that came from my own wounds. You know, I grew up hearing you're lazy, you're burning daylight. You know, it was important to be productive and, and give that perception of importance. That um, sense of self-importance, that sense of, you know, I'm, I'm good, I'm worthy, I'm, you know, superior. And that causes separation, which in turn causes disconnection and unease. So, yes, doingness comes from busyness and the mind. Beingness comes from presence. It's a high vibration, like in meditation. So allow your doingness to be informed and inspired by your beingness. A friend of mine once said to me, Tammy, God is found in the subtleties. God is found in the stillness. God is found in beingness. At that point, I didn't want to hear that because I was still trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> I was trying to, I guess, substantiate and continue to cultivate my ego identity. But again, peace isn't found there. Happiness isn't found there. And bringing grace into our lives and the world is not found there. So it's no wonder that God did not, to, he did not um, continue to encourage <laughs> that doing way of being in my life. He's like, okay, it's time to go to the next level. It was time to graduate from that lower vibration of ego identity and productivity and busyness. I was being invited to partner with the universe. And it was hard and it was scary and it was confusing. But as I continued to set that as an intention, claim that as an intention, it eventually got easier. And these days I would say it is a an incredibly joyful way of being. And I'll encounter people that are still in that busy, productive state of separation and they're proud of their busyness and they seem a little bit frazzled, I have to say. And um, I have compassion because I remember how that felt. And there's no way I would go back <laughs> to that way of being at this point. I used to have these high-minded um, intentions of being busy, being busy, 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 busier. And uh, I wanted to go on the road and I wanted to be a public speaker and I wanted to be out there doing book signings and I wanted to heal the world from the outside in. And it, it doesn't really work. You know, it doesn't work, especially if we're being invited to go to a higher level of consciousness, especially if it's time for us to wake up in our own lives. And I guess it was for me because, well, that's what happened. And uh, these days, my intention is pretty clear in that I want to go for the highest level of consciousness available to me. And if you're familiar with David Hawkins' work at all, Power Versus Force, and uh, one of my favorite books of all times, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. 
we learn that peace is indeed an incredibly high vibration, much higher than being productive, much higher than politics, much higher than even love. Peace is even higher than love. So as we reside in that place of peace, not only do we feel better and look better, we bring peace to the lives of those that are open to it and to the world and to the universe. We let go of our resistance. We let go of our death grip on the steering wheel is what I like to say. We take a deep breath. We relax. We surrender. We come into friendship and relationship and partnership with the universe, the Tao, with God. And I don't know anything more incredible than that. So many wonderful things can happen by virtue of this. For me, it is uh, my horses attracting and uh, being in friendship and relationship with these horses, which to me is just um, a continued celebration of my relationship with the divine. I'm very clear when I look at them, when I look at my husband, that they are actually surrogates for the divine. I see sometimes God looking at me through the eyes of my horse. And my heart is so full, so fulfilled, so expansive. And I know for sure no amount of doing this could have ever ushered in this type of connection and peace. And uh, my doing this, (laughs) it's not uh, that important anymore. I do things. I do things, but... um, It doesn't come from that place of busyness and anxiety any longer. I am an artist and I paint. In fact, I'm painting more commissioned mandalas and um, creating more financial prosperity for myself these days. And it's not from the doing this. It's just so interesting to me how (laughs) my desire to have this incredible work ethic and work really hard and keep my nose to the grindstone wasn't really that um, helpful or beneficial in regards to creating financial abundance for myself. And I guess that was my primary intention when I was struggling. It's like I needed to know what to do so I could pay my bills. I felt like I was banging my head against the wall, really wanting it to turn into a door or at least a window that I could crawl out of. And it, it just didn't work. And, you know, I do think, I do believe that our willingness to work hard, have that work ethic, it's important on our journey, on the journey of the hero. It's an important chapter in the book of our lives, the evolution of our realities. But eventually it just isn't that effective anymore because it's time to go higher. It's time to graduate into another way of being. So as we bring our sense of presence and peace into every situation, it increases our vibration and the vibration all around us. And therefore we attract higher vibrational beings, situations, experiences, and opportunities, and even prosperity. Magic literally starts to happen. You've probably heard the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. And 
water finds its own level. I speak of this often on this show. And again, the name of the show, Journey to Center. As we relax into our center, into our alignment, into that exquisite place of blissful presence and peace within, we start to attract it outside of ourselves. As within, so without. And as I've settled into this really beautiful, rich, special, exquisite, miracleful place inside of me, I start to experience more heaven on earth moments and days and experiences outside of me. I feel like I'm kind of going back to the Garden of Eden where all of my needs are met. Everything I need is right here. So why venture away from this place? Why go out into the world and get busy trying to do things? I did that for a while and found it not to be that fulfilling. And in fact, I found it to be pretty scary. And I think when I got to the end of my leash and got to that place of, oh gosh, it was really utter fear. And um, I think that's what really inspired me to have some more authentic conversations with God. And I certainly know that's what inspired me to start meditating. I had tried a lot of uh, different types of pharmaceuticals, medication. I was diagnosed as clinically depressed with anxiety. So tried a lot of different types of um, chemicals to try to fix it. Fortunately, my body was like, nope, <laughs> that is not the answer. <laughs> and um, I just started hearing a lot about meditation. And my teachers would say, if you hear something once, whatever. If you hear something twice, there's probably some information in it for you. If you hear something three times or more, if there's a pattern coming up like that, that's definitely the universe trying to communicate with you. And I'd heard about meditation repeatedly. It was more than three times, <laughs> many, many, many times. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll explore what this meditation thing is. And I, I was confused initially. It's like, what, you just stop thinking? You just sit there and stop thinking? And it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It wasn't natural. It made me dizzy. But I understand now it's just about relaxing, relaxing the thoughts, allowing yourself to come into that place of comfort within. Often we're seeking that comfort and sense of self outside of ourselves, but it's not out there. It's not out there. And sometimes we have to search far and wide and get to the place of being really incredibly depressed and confused to finally give up that search out there. That was certainly the case for me. And as I turned within and started to meditate my own awkward, confused way, I have to admit, I did start to feel a little better. And when I would feel better, I would stop meditating. Because I felt better, right? It's like, oh, okay, I got this. Nope. <laughs> Don't have it. And um, then I would remember to start meditating again. This went on for, I, I think, years. It's like, okay, I got this. I feel better. And then I would start to feel bad again. And now I'm absolutely and abundantly clear. When I meditate, my life works. And when I don't, it doesn't. 
When I come from aligned beingness, the miracles happen. And when I stop taking care of my beingness and connection with my inner reality, things go sideways. The wheels start to come off. So I just don't do that anymore. I don't try to live from my own understanding. I don't start any day without inviting and aligning and connecting and settling into that place of peace within. The most important moments of the day for me are the first ones. I sit up and I settle within. And I immediately start counting my blessings. Starting with gratitude. That is like soul food to me. And then I set my intentions to live in alignment, to live in connection and friendship, to live in cooperation and partnership with God. And then I set my intentions for my actual day. What am I doing today? I'm doing a radio show and I bring joy and grace and ease. And I imagine connecting with my friends that are hanging out with me and sending energetic blessings and compassion and kindness and respect and love. And then my intention is to go hang out with my horses, maybe have a lesson if that's if, if it's a lesson day and just being in friendship and partnership with them. And whatever the rest of this day has for me, I like to be aware and set intentions for how I want to walk through my day. And I always, always, always like to include the qualities of grace, of ease, of peace, and of clarity. And then uh, I like to open to receive God's love, to be receptive, to allow spirit, the universe, life, love to just fill me up from the inside out just to go to every organ, every cell, and every atom of my beingness, to be completely filled with, with light. That has been a really incredible practice. When people come to me and they are struggling with making money and struggling in their relationships and struggling in um, the sense of just confusion, they, they sometimes ask me, what, what do you think I should do? And I'm like, be. Like, what does that mean? Just be in that receptive posture. Open your mind and heart to receive God's love. Let it saturate you. Marinate in it. Open your arms. The masculine energy is directed and effective, and it's almost like pointed towards things, goals, and desires. The feminine and doing this posture is arms wide open, heart wide open, mind wide open. That receptive, receiving posture. That's when we can be informed and guided and directed and nurtured from the inside out. A very, very powerful prayer is simply the words teach me, to be open, to receive the wisdom, teach me. I like something Todd Pierce said. He's a, um, he's an equestrian. Well, he's not really an equestrian. He's a cowboy that, that teaches about um, horses and his experience with horses and how they've helped him understand um, his relationship with God 
powerful prayer. Just fall to your knees and say, teach me. He has children. He said, I've never had one of my kids come to me and say, teach me something, dad. And me say, no. So to open our mind and heart to say, God, teach me, guide me, lead me, direct me. Bring to me what is mine and what is mine to do. Make the path clear before me that you would have me walk for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. May I be a vortex of peace. May I bring blessings to all that I encounter. May I be the child in whom you are well pleased. And may what I do be pleasing in your sight. This is a simple prayer that I like to utter when I want to go a little bit beyond the very, very simple prayer of teach me. So I'd like to utter this simple prayer once again. And if it resonates for you, maybe just open your mind, your heart, your arms, yourself. Open, just open yourself to be in this beingness moment, just here and now, just for, just for a moment. That receptive posture of beingness to invite and allow and accept God's love. I think all that we want comes from this. Our doingness in, is informed. Our sense of comfort and happiness within is nurtured. I think our lives are a reflection of either our disconnection or connection to the divine. And as I take care of my connection to the divine, all things work. So if this is something that makes sense to you or resonates for you, why don't we just take a nice, deep, healing, cleansing breath and just now, dear spirit, Father, Mother, God, universe, creator, Lord of all creation, we open our minds and hearts, arms and lives wide and request that you teach us. Teach us, guide us, lead us. Bring to each of us what is ours and what is ours to do. Make the path clear before each of us that you would have us walk for our highest good and the highest good of all concerned. May I, may my friend who is listening to my words right now become a vortex of peace. And may we bring blessings to all that we encounter. May we be the child in whom you are well pleased. And may what we do be pleasing in your sight. We are so grateful, so grateful, so grateful for all of the blessings in our lives. For this opportunity to learn and grow as a soul. And we are so grateful for all the blessings you have on our way to us now. We open our minds, we open our arms, we open our heart wide to receive them with grace and graciousness and in ever-expanding gratitude. And we thank you, and we thank you, and we thank you. And so it is. What I've come to learn and know is that your energy, and in other words, you, are creating a ripple effect at all times. Your vibration brings to you what is yours. 
And as you increase in your vibration, by your connection and beingness, what you will attract will be miraculous. I would love to hear from you with your thoughts, ideas, stories, prayer requests, anything you want to share with me. I want to hear it. So be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com. You can go to my website or write to me, TammyBPhD at gmail.com. And of course, I'm on Facebook almost daily. If you go to Journey to Center, I want to hear from you. I want to be in conversation with you. I want to journey onward, onward and up with, upward with you with grace, ease, joy, divine receptivity, and ever-expanding love. I'm so honored by your presence in my life. Take good, gentle care of yourself and your connection to the divine. God bless you. Bye for now. Thank you.